Hi guys. Matt and I are back. Matt's jamming out. Yeah. I can't pause it. I can't stop it. We're doing this. It's hard intros. Yeah. Intros are tough. Now it's a good song. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. All right, man. This is a tough week for me. Yeah. It's tough in the house. Yeah. You personally, you're. Oh, I'm fine. Ecstatic. Yeah. No, I'm, well, yeah, I'm good. I got to deal with it. But personally, personally, I'm fine. You're ecstatic. Personally, I'm pumped. Personally pumped. Matt. She'll uh, get over it. Hopefully. So I now, I now have to watch every Saints game for the rest she, of the time with them. She didn't even change her pants this time. That's the problem. Uh, it could be. No pants change. Was she in Texas? No, she was here. Okay. Yeah, she so was in her normal was, spot. Yeah, I was going to say. She's comfortable. She could have changed her pants. Place. So I'm going to jump right in here. We're going to talk controversy. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. This is the biggest controversy to happen this week. This week. That's going to change. Trust me. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Jamal Adams tackling Pat at the uh, Pro Bowl. That's probably the biggest football controversy we've had all week. The Pro Bowl already happened? Well, no, but it's the Pro Bowl practices where Jamal Adams from. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Put him in the hospital. Biggest controversy. I don't even know what happened in the championship games. I don't really care. It's This it is just, all I care about. It just really shows you the violence that football players are capable of it's, on and off the field. It's one of those things where it needs to stop. The unethical, un- inhumane treatment of mascots just needs to end. Disagree. No, but the real controversy this weekend is all the referee play that happened in the NFL. It's pretty rough. That's always, but that's always the the talk. The referees are always the the deciders, or not the players. Okay, so obviously we already know who's going to the Super Bowl. Everybody knows that the Saints fans are bummed. Everybody knows that the Chiefs fans are bummed. I'm gonna say personally, for the first time, uh, it feels really good not to have. I mean, everybody still says the refs helped the Patriots get to the Super Bowl, but it is not as blatant as the uh, the Rams. I, I don't know. I for uh, that first drive and Tom Brady took the ball. And he goes for the snap. The uh, head ref goes and gives him a little pat on the ass. Okay, so here's, that. here's my theory behind it. Because he gives him a pat on the ass, he talks in his ear, and then Tom instantly turns and talks to the, uh, to the team in the huddle. Yeah, that little bit of collusion there. No, not collusion. Because what happens is... Like, sure, you know. On, yeah, I, talked, I called Tom the other yeah, day. Tell me more. So what happens is like when a referee goes and sees a long snapper snapping a ball to like a kicker, He'll tell them, hey, like, I'm watching your snap. Like, just be aware. Just for, like... Like, just the way, like, like hey, you that was reset... A good, like, like, hey, that was a good snap? Like, mechanics? Yeah, like, the way that, like, you reset the ball so that way you don't cause a penalty. Oh, I thought he was like, hey, good snap. No, no, no. And I bet you, I bet you there's something else like that where, like, he went up to Tom Brady and said something like, you know, hey, you guys... I'll, I'll, I'll win this one for you guys. No, like, you guys need to get set. Or something like that. Like you're 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 on the jumping first, too early. The first play of the game. It wasn't the first play of the game. Yeah, it was. It was the first drive for Tom Brady. The ref goes and poof. Maybe he just wants a little ass grab from Tom Brady, but yeah, I don't know. Probably smelled his hand after. <laughs> mm. But honestly, it felt good when you're like, you know what? I didn't have to deal with that. Uh, no, Tom. I mean, I people are still. It's hilarious because people are just. Root it doesn't the, matter. There's two teams to root against in football. It's Alabama and the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's those two teams that like are just always around that nobody wants to see be around, you know, anymore. So are you excited? Are you are you are you excited to watch the Patriots in another Super Bowl, honestly? Or do you hate it and you're not gonna watch it? No, I don't hate it. I'm not gonna watch it. I think, you know, it's a legend in the making. Why wouldn't you want to watch that? Because there are so many people on the it's other side. It's a moment side, in sports. It's like I'm not going to be pissed off because the Vikings lost. Like, yeah, I was pissed off, but I still watch the Super Bowl. I still watch football. I mean, still fun to watch. You know, he's going to be a. I mean, obvious Hall of Famer. You know, first ballot, unanimous. You know, there's no way Tom Brady's not in the Hall of Fame. He's considered the greatest of all time. Um, how do you not want to see him like cap off his legacy if this is his last year? I don't know. I, I just think it's funny how many people 
have already said that they're like, I'm not watching this game because like the Patriots need the refs to win, the Rams need the refs to win. It's not even going to be fun. I disagree. That's I think stupid. it's going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah, I, I think, think it's, it's going to be really great. Good. But I do think, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to watch Belichick versus McVay. I mean, that's going to be you know those are the two highly touted uh, head coaches right now. I, I, think, I mean, I think it's going to be a blowout either direction. Like the the Patriots are going to get blown out, the Rams are going to be blown out. I don't think it's going to be close. I think somebody's just going to get their they're they're just going to get their shit rocked. One of the two. I don't know. I think it's going to be a good game. I think that you know. I think the Rams come out firing and the Patriots go down early and then the Patriots come back. Come back in typical New England yeah, fashion absolutely. in the fucking game. It's, it's funny because there was the play in that Patriots and Chiefs game where, I mean, it was that Tony Romo play. Like, he's got to find uh, Gronkowski. Like, oh, there he is. And it's like, how many times have you seen – why wouldn't you double team him? Right. How, many, to, how right. many times right. have you seen Tom Brady to Gronk like for a big play to like – and as soon as that happened, I'm like, they're going to win this game. And when, like, As soon as that happened. Two third and tens with Julian Edelman's open in the middle of the field. That guy's got How glue. Is he that, open? that guy's got glue on his hands. He reminds me of Adam Thielen from I mean the last two years. Yeah. you're just like, How well, he doesn't he... have glue on his hands because the ball missed him when it bounced over him. That's true. Which if, if he did, they would have stuck. That was amazing. I can't. I don't even know if that's real or not. No, like, the glue just got hard. It was wild. So, do you think the NFL has to do anything to actually fix? there because look it was a blown call and even the other way when they called a pat or roughing the passer on uh on kansas city when they nudged they like grazed his face max technically yes it's hands to the face and everything like that but i think it's a super soft call and the Patriots shouldn't have gotten a first down out of it um i don't think there's anything that should be done i mean i i do think that like afterwards the referees need to review the big calls that they made like if you made a call you need to go back and watch it almost like a player goes back and watches a play like, did you make the right call? Why did you make that call? And you know, blowing a call is part of sports. Sorry. Do you think? Do you think Sorry, they people. don't? You don't? You don't think they go and watch their their own game? I have show? no idea. I just think that's what they should be doing. I don't know what they do. I don't have my my mole in place right now. I did earlier, but my mole's not in place anymore. So I don't know how they train the referees. It's, um, it's so hard to be them. It yeah, is. that's why I'm like, it's you know, like blowing a call is part of sports. Sorry to the Saints fans, like, you know, sorry to other fans. It just it, hurts. Yeah, it is what it is. And I've, you know, every fan has been on that side of it. So it's, you know, it's, it's really disappointing and it sucks. But, like, that's part of sports. Like, sometimes you get away with them, sometimes you don't. Yeah, it's in a very high-pressure situation that almost the whole world is watching and it could decide the game. But there's 100 other plays in that game that could also decide the game. So, I mean, it's just a shame that, you know, he misses the call at that time. Um, but, no, I, I think missing a call and blowing a call is part of sports, and it sucks to suck. I mean, what happened, like, that play right there, you know, it, there are a hundred other events that went into that game, like you said. But, like, that play dropped the, the Saints winning percentage from, like, 77%. If if that play would have counted, it would have gone from seventy seven percent to ninety seven percent. I don't know. You, it's like when you, you nobody criticizes referees when they make a call and they go back and review it, and you know it's marginally the other way and it gets reversed. Right. Like you don't give the referee a bunch of shit for missing that call. You know, granted, again, he should have made that call. It was very blatant and obvious, but you know, it again, bone calls happen. It is what it is. If you're on that on one side of the coin, great. If you're on the other side of the coin, it sucks. But this just this just how sports goes. It happens in every sport. So I have seen Think of basketball, happen. dude. Like well, how many I mean, judgment calls are basketball and like whether that should have been a foul, whether it shouldn't have. Like, well, it it shows that even going and reviewing those kind of the, those plays that are are blown call aren't perfect. Because if you look at back at the Golden State Warriors Houston game where it went into overtime and like Houston had to hit a shot. James Harden had a hit like this deep three triple cover to win the game. There was a play right before that that gave Golden State the lead in overtime where Kevin Durant takes two steps out of bounds, very visible, passes the ball to Steph Curry, hits a three. They stopped, reviewed the play, still called it a good shot. Yeah, you can't stop and review the play because like in the football game, they didn't stop and review the call. No, but like even that, they went and reviewed... They reviewed the call saying, hey, we need to see if he actually stepped out of bounds or not. And you can clearly see two steps, and they still called it good. And it's like, 
it doesn't matter. They still are going to give them the option to blow the call. Yeah, why'd you review it then? That's my that's my only thing is I, why review it if you're not even going to give them the option? If you're going to give them the option to just be like, okay, well, there's nothing we can do about it. Why stop the game? It's one of those things where I, some, I think something should be done, but I don't think it needs to be like drastic. Like I've seen it in soccer all the time where somebody calls a player offsides and they score a goal, but they call it back. And they were clearly onside. And before you had no way to look at that. But now in like MLS and in Germany and then next year in England in the Premier League, they're going to do, you know, that video assistant referee where you got a fourth, you got a fifth referee up in the booth and he'll just buzz on the headrest thing saying like, hey, no, you missed that call. And they still have the option. The head ref has the option to overrule him and say, no, I didn't. But like, why not institute something like that where you have like one or two guys? But what's that going to change? Well, so you already I'm, called it off sides. The play's dead. What's going to you just give the ball back to that team? I mean, well, if they score, then yeah, you, but if you they blow, count the goal. But if they blow it too early, yeah, they just get the ball back. And like, yeah, it's shitty. But like, the, the they have like set guidelines that like you can you can review in MLS. So it's like a no goal or a goal. So what's happened now is they changed the referee's mentality. Like, just let the play continue. So yeah, you can call it, but let the play continue. Um, and don't be like egregious about it or anything like that. But like, if they call it and you know, the player takes a shot, like we're going to still play it through just to see. And like it's on red cards and, um, they go and review, like if you end up hitting somebody in the face, if it was accidental or if like you deliberately punched them kind of things, they have set guidelines for that. And the referee can go and buzz down to the head ref and say like, like I said, like, Hey, you. You missed that call. And head ref can even still say, no, you know, fuck you, I got it right. Yeah, but I feel like there's leagues that already have that. I mean, when you review it, it goes up to a booth. It goes, like, yeah, for like the NHL, it NHL goes to Toronto. It. And, you know, I mean, I don't know whether the referee has the approval to say yes or no. Um, I think it's just more of a conversation that's being had, and he has the ultimate say. But there's other leagues that already have that in place. And, you know, I feel like the NFL does, but it's just the situation of when you can review the call and whether or not you can review a penalty. I don't you want don't... everything reviewable. Well, that's the thing is like we're talking about a penalty here. We're not talking about a touchdown. We're not talking about a turnover. We're not talking about a goal in soccer. We're not talking about a goal in hockey. This is a penalty. I was like, and the only penalties that are reviewable in hockey are like high sticks and delay a game. Right, like, because that way you have to see if it was intentional, if there was a tip, anything yeah, like that. like all, all of that stuff, but like – and you're right. If None they of that do, is reviewable in any other sport. If the, Yeah. And if you make like pass interference reviewable, every time a coach gets uh, a chance, he's going to throw his flag. Yeah. The games are going to be so long. I don't think it'd make it much longer, but I do think it's going to make a game more annoying. Like I, I honestly would, would stop. Because I know that like Bill Belichick is like a big pusher of this. And I know that every chance he's going to get, he's going to like, he's going to throw a flag. He's going to he's gonna get, stick his finger in the pot. Because he wants to win. And I get that, but so do the 31 other coaches in that league and 31 other teams, so they're going to do the same fucking thing. And next thing you know, you're going to use both of your challenges, and then when there is something clear and obvious and egregious, you can't do anything about it anyway because you try to get 15 extra yards. Yeah, it's it's just the penalty thing. I don't think I think you got to let the refs do their job. Why have the refs on the field if you're just going to review everything? Uh, there's no point in having the refs there if that's where it's going to gravitate to, and then you're just stealing jobs at that point. What's next, Tom? I don't know. I just it's one of those things that bothers me. So are yeah. you gonna Well while we have referees, let's talk about the the Todd Gurley <laughs> photo. It's hilarious. I think it it's, was a little soon. I, I was gonna say I think the no, I I don't think he did it a little soon. I think the genius of it was is how quickly he did it <laughs> after the game. Because even he knew he was like, Yeah, that you know, I mean, he clearly didn't do it on purpose, but uh, it's well. Even the player that that hit, you know, Tommy Lee Lewis was he, like hey, when he got I, up I and him. looked around, like there's no flag, and then immediately runs away, like oh, that was the greatest play of all time. But for the first like five seconds, he, he was, was ready scared for, a call. for his life. He's like, I just cost my team the game. Yeah, and he's like, oh shit, I didn't. Oh sweet. Oh, let me <laughs> let me airplane back to my sideline. Right. <laughs> and I thought it was funny watching him talk trash like all the Saints fans in the stadium. And then Aqib Tlaib pulls him back, and he's like, hey, dude, let's calm it down. Yeah. Like, everybody was very aware of the situation. So they're like, let's just go win this game. You'll never be allowed in Louisiana again. Right. Take a seat. So with the Super Bowl, Super Owl, Super Bowl. 
with the Super Bowl coming. Um, I made a little bingo board for Matt and I to play while we're watching. Bingo! I think if if, if you're coming over to Sean's, we're we're gonna more people are gonna be involved in this game. Hopefully. I want to make it a little bit better. I'm going to put it up so that way everybody else can play along if they want. And I might change one of these. I'm going to change one of these squares to some cool news that I saw today. Cool news. Uh, Big Lebowski might be making a comeback. The Big Lebowski. I don't know why I'm doing that. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, you can do the Big Lebowski. <laughs> the dude. Voice. So they cut like a promo. It was like a 15 second promo of the dude walking in a, in a robe. Is Donnie alive? I have, I have literally 15 seconds. I hope Donnie dude. comes back to life. But basically, it just has a Super Bowl date on. It says 2 3 19. I have no idea what it is, but I'm pumped. Donnie will rise again. So I'm going to put on. <laughs> what if that's what it is? <laughs> back from the dead. <laughs> uh, so here are all the storylines you're going to hear at least once. We put them on a bingo board. So if you get all of them, you drink. You can play along too at Woo-hoo. home. Um, so Sean McVay playing high school football in Atlanta. Yeah. It's going to happen a lot. Yeah. Um, Tom Brady being old. Yeah. Okay. Um, Gronk and Tom and Bill retiring either all together all at different times, but that's going to be talked about. Yeah. The, okay. I have a new one. If you have an open space that yeah. I don't know if you have no, every time they mention the word dynasty. That should just be like a sub game in the that game. Should be, every that should time be, that you that drink should be the every free time. square. Yeah, Dynasty is in the middle. Um, yeah, that's exact. They're going to say that like a hundred times. Yeah. The Dynasty. Okay. Um, the Saints no call. It's going to happen. Uh, Stan Kroenke in the new Rams stadium. Like how much money he's put into it and how large and pretty it is. Lots of money. Uh, both of the owners also owning MLS franchises. Mm-hmm. Playing mm-hmm. in yep. Atlanta where... It's the highest record attendance of any MLS game. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's an NFL game. That's a, that's a soccer stadium. That's not a football stadium. It's a soccer stadium. You can't even get Chick-fil-A during a football game because they play on Sundays. But you can go on a Saturday or a Friday or a Wednesday night and get Chick-fil-A at a Atlanta United game. I disagree that it's a soccer stadium, not a football stadium. Because football is Spanish. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> For soccer. Ah! Celebrity supporters. Anytime you see... Yeah, lots of celebrities. Mark Wahlberg or anybody else from Boston, really. And then like the 100 people that are going to come from LA who don't watch football whatsoever. Uh, McVeigh's photo memory or McVeigh's age gap between Bill Belichick and Sean McVeigh. <laughs> or the fact that Sean McVeigh played college football against julian edelman wow i didn't know that yeah stupid he Uh, probably remembers every single play against him that's why he has the upper hand to beating him because he knows every route he's going to run even though he was a quarterback at the time yeah but bill belichick has been watching every practice of his since well i mean for the last 33 years he's bill belichick's been coaching longer than sean mcveigh's been alive i know but what i'm saying is he's he's had somebody at every single one of his practices coaching and playing monitoring what he's doing bill belichick has people everywhere i saw this really funny picture that was a little meme where it says today the rams newest uh maintenance worker started working and it's bill belichick putting on a rams hoodie classic did you hear that there's a prop bet of whether or not the patriots win by cheating or not by cheating how do you even that's like you wouldn't be able to figure that out right away yeah the odds aren't very good but yeah the American Alliance of Football, I think that's gonna you're gonna see a commercial for that because they're gonna push for that. Um Is that the one Ricky Williams is involved with? No, I think that's the one with like Troy Palomalu and uh the former like, GM of the uh, Colts. Is that the, the Spring League? Yeah, it's the Spring yeah, League. That's the one Ricky Williams is involved Oh, is that with. it? Yeah. Um Yeah, that's pretty much it. I think I think there's some good ones in here. I think there's some dumb ones. Tony Romo calling every play. If if they mention how good Tony Romo is at calling plays, you just drink for every play he gets right. I don't think they will on the broadcast, but social media will be going wild. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, he will call every play, but you know, he definitely called those critical plays and let's I mean he's done do, it before. Do you think he's getting news like sent into him? Do you think he's got like he's got connections to 
the radios and stuff transmitting? No. No? You think it's all just pure knowledge? Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I mean, quarterbacks, know. I kind of almost view, like, you know, franchise quarterbacks like, you know, goalies per se. Like, I mean, look at Drew Brees. You hear the stories about Drew Brees, how he's the first, but he's the first person there watching film, and he's right. the last person to leave watching film. And like their life is football, and so they're always watching other players on how to get better. They're watching defenses. You know, I just really think that. And Tom Brady's been in these big spotlight situations so many times. I mean, I even I even said it. You know, he as soon as you see Gronk go out to the outside, like when was the last time they put Gronk on the outside? When was when was the last time that you see him single covered? On the out. Where do you think Tom Brady's going? Yeah, you're right. He's like, going to go to the guy who's think, like a foot taller than your defender. Because he, he called it before Gronk even ran out to the side. It was just like impeccable timing that it was that play. Whether or not it was that series, like, yeah, he's right. He's like, that's what they look for. That's the strategy. And, I mean, back to that, I can't believe they didn't double team him. How do you not? You know, one guy for the one guy for the knee brace on his elbow and the other guy goes for the ball. That's well, because everybody thought he was dead. Everybody's like, you know what? He is kind of mechanical. He was sandbagging the whole year just for the playoffs. Mm, sharking him. I, th- I think he was just like, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna chill here. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go and try to, you know, hurt myself because I get hurt every goddamn year and I miss playoffs. Let me just wait till we get to our real season, which is playoffs, and that's why they lost five games. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. People can say all they want. <laughs> He's still good. Yeah, I I mean Belichick out. I think Belichick out coached him. Yeah, Andy Reid doesn't do great. Not in that situation. He had no chance, honestly. Yeah, I really do. I think Belichick out coached him and just I don't know. There's a lot of games where the Chiefs needed Patrick Mahomes to put up 35, 40 points and he couldn't. Do you think he's gonna be as good as he was this year next year? Yes. Do you think uh, no, because he doesn't have Cream Hunt, because Cream Hunt is a madman. And, like, having a weapon like that makes you that much better. But, I mean, I don't think, like, his game is going to change that much, really. But I don't think he will be, like, he won't have the numbers. Do you think, well, no, I don't think he had insane numbers this year. I think he'll play well, very, very well. And it's, he's not going to have a sophomore slump because his skill level is too high. Like, well, technically, just, it's like, his third lucky. year, too. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean... Either way, I, I, I don't think he drops off. I think he plays well. But Kansas City needs, I think, that extra piece. Like, what they – they if they had piece. Kareem Hunt, if he didn't, like, drop kick that lady or whatever the hell he did, <laughs> uh, they would definitely be in the Super Bowl right now, I think, over the Patriots. Yeah, because that's just another thing you got to account for because pretty much all they did was set, shut down Terry Hill and said, all right, come beat us. And they didn't. They couldn't. But if you had Terry Hill and then Kareem Hunt – and Travis Kelsey. Now you're like, all right, well, shit, that's three people I got to cover. You don't have enough people for that. Do you think the Chiefs make playoffs again next year? And then do you think the Rams, or do you think the Chiefs and the Saints both make playoffs again next year? I don't know if the Saints do. Drew's it's not cra- retiring. Drew's going to still be there. No, I know. But I think their receiving core had a like a hell of a year. You know, I, I think. Kamara just needs to have another big year because he had an unbelievable season this year. Yeah. It's just hard to have consistent years like that. Like when you go off. Like, well, it's two years in a row they got to at, pretty much the same spot. I mean, look at Michon, look at LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. I, mean, like I, I look at a career like his where he was like the unstoppable running back. Like it doesn't matter who's in front of him, whatever. He's going to be athletic and get around somebody. And then unfortunately now he's in Buffalo and can't do shit. Right, And so, I don't know, I think eventually there's going to be, a, like, for running backs, like, your prime years, granted, Le'Veon Bell's a different a different species, but I think for running backs, like, your window is so small in terms of being able to produce at that high of a level, and... Uh, well, I mean, like, even Adrian Peterson, he was productive, but he was nowhere close to, like, how he really was. Before. Yeah, exactly, and I think that window, that window closes... Um, very quickly, unfortunately, and you have to win like when you have that opportunity in the NFL. Uh, besides Cole's, Patriots, she's not gonna like that. I know, I know, but I, if they have the receiving core, because like Michael Thomas had a great year, he did amazing. Uh, yeah, and granted, Ted Ginn's not getting any younger. I know he's got Junior on the back of his jersey, but he's not getting any younger. Um, it's just I don't know. 
We'll see, we'll see how it goes. I, I really do hope so, because I think Drew Brees does deserve to be He deserves another one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, or even to just compete for another one. Cause, yeah, just put you in that position. To yeah, win. exactly. Um, but I would like the Vikings to be in that situation next year. Obviously. You know, I mean, I, how, why am I going to say I want I think this I think the Vikings will be there next year um, if they get a little more help on the yeah, offense on the offensive line. If they get the offensive line, I think Kirk will have time and he doesn't have to win the game. You know, how everybody says he he's, doesn't go out and win the game. You know, I understand that and I completely agree. I wish I had a quarterback that could win <laughs> me the game. But go out there and get it. You were committed at this point, so I'd rather like let's develop. Let's let's focus on the O line. Give him some. What it could do. Give him some more time. You know, because that's really what he needs. Uh, yeah, I don't know why we're talking about the Vikings, but either way, oh, I I think Vikings. they make the play. I do think they make the playoffs, but I think it's more of like a like a wild card thing. And you don't think they win the division again? Either of them? I don't know. I mean, those that division fluctuates so much. Yeah, and the Chiefs really don't have any other real competition other than the Chargers, but cuz the Falcons won the division like, 2 years ago. They were the best team by far like 2 years ago, and so and now they're trash. Yeah, and Tampa Bay's hit or miss. I can't stand Cam Newton, but he wins games. And they, he's the players say he's the most underrated quarterback, so he could go off again like he went off in the first half of the season, but he just wasn't as consistent throughout the year. In order to like actually make an impact, so I don't know. I think I think those in that division besides Tampa, obviously they like those teams can be very good at times. So I don't know. It's going to be tough to get back and have another season like that because those seasons don't happen very often. No, they don't. Except they really for the don't. Patriots. Yeah, that happens all the damn time. It's bullshit. Cheaters. Yep. How do you feel about retirement? And you know, I I'm only 25. Uh, I've got another. You're not gonna retire soon. I've got 40 years. All right, we're gonna take you down into my little soccer corner here. You're talking about me retiring? No, I'm not talking about you retiring. Um, I'm talking about Are you retiring. I'm not retiring. Who's retiring? Tim Howard announced on Monday that he's retiring. So. The Secretary of Defense. Secretary of Defense. The job is open. The job is open. So he is easily... Shit! The... Matt just hit his knee real, real hard. Almost dropped soda over the laptops and really Uh, fucked it all up here. Sour punch kids. Sour sour punch kids. kids Go ahead, Dom. So Tim Howard's retiring. Hands down, the best U.S. goalkeeper of all time. He's got the most wins. Which isn't saying much. He's got the most wins. He's got no. The U.S. goalkeeper score <laughs> has been awesome. That's like the best thing that we've ever produced. Best thing, best thing we've ever produced. So, fifty-five wins for the U.S. men's national team. He's got like one hundred twenty-five starts, something like that. Um, he's been. He had that, which I think is dumb, and I hate that everybody brings it up. And I can tell in an interview that he didn't really like that they brought it up. But the Belgium game where he has the world, he's got the World Cup record for most saves in a game. But that's all everybody remembers, not the fact that they fucking lost that game. <laughs> yeah, and they had, they had uh, what, 50 or how many shots on goal? Well, yeah. They, Tim Howard saved the ball 15 times, 14 times or whatever. If you have to save the ball 14 times, it's not looking good. And it, you could tell that he's just like, that whole sports competitor in him. He was just like, uh, yeah, it's cool, but we lost that game. But he gets asked it so many times that he has to say like, yeah, yeah I remember worked. it. I mean, what, what do you expect him to say? Do you like players announcing retirement before the season starts? Because we are like eight days away from preseason. Um, and so the entire year is like a farewell tour. Like, um, <clears throat> like Jeter did and like Kobe Bryant did and like, um, Dwayne Wade is doing right now. Like, um, are you cool with that? Or even like Larry Fitzgerald saying that he next year is his last year. Same thing. I mean, I think it's really cool that legends do that. Um, I don't know. He's just not like really a le- like. He's not a legend in the MLS. That's that's my viewpoint. But like Derek Derek, Derek Jeter's Jeter. a legend in the MLB. Him doing a farewell tour like. No MLS team really – they're not going to bring tokens of respect and appreciation like in the middle of his last game in their building. Like Derek Jeter, 
like New literally might. like the Red Bulls might uh, maybe I mean, that's where I, he started. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not even talking about teams he played for. Like right. Derek Jeter, every stadium he went in, like they showed their appreciation. They gave him a gift. Like for the most part, probably not every stadium, but like. You know, there was some token of like, hey, like you supply, like whether or not we enjoyed it, like because you were Did on Boston our team or not. Like what? Did Boston give him something? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'd have to look it up, but I'm pretty. How can you not? No, he, like you supply, right. <laughs> you supplied your fans with like some of the greatest in moments of their life, whether or not it was you know, being a sports fan. Like you remember the losses almost more oh. than more than the heartaches. And well, like, like that time that uh, Mark Wahlberg shot Derek Jeter. Yeah. <laughs> He's, I mean, guys like that are such a big part of your life uh, for sports fans. And I wasn't even a, a Yankees fan or a Red Sox fan or really, you know, really any fan of a baseball team growing up. Um, I love baseball, but uh, it's just one of those things. You know, I, I, I really think, you know, Tom Brady's not going to do that. No. But if, if he did, he'd be one of those guys, like, before the game, like, teams would get gifts to him. Like, wouldn't they? Well, at least the referees. Would. He's always respectful. Like, you know, he's I never. Don't think the Colts would give him anything. Yeah, I don't know. He's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's. Or the Jets. People, people call him cheaters, but real realistically, he's he's a class act. People respect him. Like people within the game that actually know what's going on. Like, I mean, you gotta you gotta give people props like that. Like I, I'm trying to think of other of other players. Well, even. But you never see that in hockey. Everybody announces once they're like, "I'm done." Right. Nobody comes back. And yeah. Says, <laughs> no one's like, hey, this is my last year. Not really. Unless you like, like guys like you can guess, but none of them actually like come out and say it. Right. I don't know. I don't and know I, if I like it or not. And moving into the next topic. I think Larry Fitzgerald did it for a reason. Oh, I do too. So I'll get to that in a second, man. Okay, fine. We'll talk about that retirement okay, piece okay. in a second here. Sorry. I like where your head's at, though. Yeah. Segways. What I don't like is people coming out of retirement when they shouldn't because they went into retirement way too early. So Landon Donovan, who is hands down the greatest probably player to ever play for the ML for the U.S. team, it came out of retirement two seasons ago to play for L.A. again. Which he looked old and slow. Like Brett Favre. Yeah, just like Brett Favre. And then right now, he went after that season when they lost to the Rapids in playoffs. They, he went back into retirement. And now he's coming out of retirement to go play in the indoor, the professional indoor soccer league. Let's go play for fun on the weekend, Landon. What? Let's go to Bladium. Yeah, just go, go yeah, hang have, out. Have a, have a pitchers after the game that might have been washed earlier or not. It, it, what is he going to do? He's not going to run, which is a smart play, and he still wants to play soccer, and he still wants to get paid for it. That's why he's not playing at, like, the Palladium. He's not playing at, like, a men's men's league night. Yeah, where somebody's going to tear your ACL because they forgot how to run. Right, but, I mean, indoor professional indoor soccer, man? I mean, that's a good move. He's. I mean, has he spent all of his money that quickly? He must have. Or is he just bored and, like, misses playing soccer? Well, no, he couldn't have spent all of his money because when he went to Mexico last season, actually, to go play, he made so much <laughs> So he's already money. out of retirement. So he's... He retired from... So this is his fourth time coming out, or third time coming Third time out coming out of retirement. You know, it's just called the off-season, right? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it's just the off-season. Just take a break. Like, just take, take a couple months off. You don't need to train, like... Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty dumb. But with that, retire is not a temporary thing. I'm gonna. T I can't like. I can't believe it. Like, he went out of MLS back to MLS, out of MLS to Mexico, which is like the cardinal sin because he's Captain America, or he was like it was a thing. Like, you don't go play in Mexico for it for a shit ton of money, and that's the reason why he did. But it wasn't even like he didn't do well at all. What if he went to go get secrets and eventually he's going to come be, back and coach the, he's going to be coached for national the men's team. national team. Oh, wow. That figured, is like the biggest secrets. Breaking news. Either way, I'm pumped for the MLS season. We're about seven or eight days away. Uh, I think the Rapids are actually primed to make a run. What do they call opening day? Like, you know, for like 
Is it called opening day? Yeah, it's like, like every opening day is not the same day. So they do decision day. That's the last day um, where all the teams play simultaneously. And then if there's anybody tight in the playoff race, like you know by the minute kind of a thing. Um, but is it like is it like first kickoff? Is that what they call it? Like know. how everybody's got something. Like ours pitch. is just the home opener. Puck drop. Yeah, no, ours is just the home opener. It's called kickoff. Yeah, that's what you do. Is like you kick off, but ours is the home opener. Like that's that's it's no special name to it. Okay. I'm pumped. I'm ready. I'm excited. I hope that MLS changes some of their rules a little bit because they've got super complicated salary cap system. And you're really only allowed like three high played players, and like LA's got four, and Atlanta's got four, so they're gonna have to trade them or drop them or um, sell them or do something. So you want them to change it so they don't have to do that, and they in LA and Atlanta can just like be dominant. Well, what would suck is like the owners who actually give a shit are gonna do well, but I think it's better for the game overall. Like you know what, Stan Kroenke doesn't care about the Rabbits right now because he's put 1.2 billion dollars into a stadium in LA. Hopefully, eventually he does. He doesn't yeah. give a shit about Arsenal right now either. So probably never, but I think it'd be better for the game overall. To change it? Yeah, because like right now, you've got the stupid monetary system where you're like, you have still a salary cap, but like a specific range that you can pay on players. So like you can have three high paid players, like nine middle of the road players, and then the rest of your money can go to everything else. Whereas they should make it a salary cap system where you've got like a minimum and a maximum that you could pay a guy and then go from there yeah that makes more sense so it doesn't matter like if you've got a million dollars you can just, just put that out wherever divvy up stupid divvy it up so with that and the whole farewell tour thing how do you feel about you know the baseball hall of fame and mariana rivera actually getting in first person do it unanimously i mean it's funny that it's a closing pitcher. Somebody, yeah. But I, I feel like, but he was so flawless in his career that it makes sense. You know, a, a, another one of those guys that was just so respect. It's funny that they're both Yankees, but um, another one of those guys that was just so like flawless and like respected. Yeah, respected and like he kind of you know unanimously was the. He probably will be the greatest of all time uh, as, as closers come. You know, there's some great closers, but. I think Mar- when you think of who they are, Mariano, Mariano Rivera is number one at the top of the list. Um, I think that Hall of Fame should be like a simple thing like, hey, is this guy a Hall of Famer or not? I think it's dumb that you have these like the votes, the way that they're tallied in Major League Baseball. I, I just hate Major League Baseball's like stupid traditions. Everyone's got to have their say though. Yeah, no, I get it. But like I hate the tradition aspect of it where you're like, you know, this guy's not going to get in because he played during this era or like, this guy's not going to get in because he played in Colorado and like you can hit the ball further in Colorado and like bullshit like that because it doesn't matter anymore. uh I mean, granted, this is different because it's PEDs, but I always make the argument that like Barry Bonds, yeah, he he put some stuff in his body that enhanced his play. He still had to hit the fucking ball. I can't, like we said that last time, I can't fucking hit a ball. Yeah, he still had to hit the ball, like square up. Like, you know, he was a dynamite baseball player when he was a twig. And so it's like, yeah, it's probably not in the spirit of the game or anything like that, but you know, there's there's things that you're just like you still have to hit the fucking ball. I I don't know much about baseball like, anyway, so I I know Mariano Rivera. If that says anything, that should tell you that you should be a Hall of Famer. I don't know baseball. I don't watch baseball. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the criteria is. Like, I wonder like how you evaluate people and like. And like you go back to the Pete Rose thing where he's literally not in the Hall of Fame only because of non baseball actions. I mean, granted, you know he, what it is? Well, he did bet on baseball games, but like had <laughs> nothing to do related. with his play. Like he didn't do anything violent. Like man, I can understand it's the spirit of the game and like betting against your team or or betting for your team. If you bet for your team, I think it should be okay. But if you bet against your team and, and like clearly and you're trying that, to yeah, lose. But that's but how can you be a bona fide Hall of Famer and said you were trying to lose? That's what I'm saying. Like Pete Rose doesn't matter because Pete Rose's situation is, you know, he was always betting on himself. He wasn't trying to throw games. You know, I don't know that for sure. No, he's probably trying to throw some games to win yeah, some I don't money. Know that for sure. You know how they, how they get you know baseball Hall of Fame voting. It's oh. a it's a big dick competition. That's why all the guys with steroids don't get in. Ah, ah. that's a good one. 
just thought of it. I felt pretty confident with it. Very good. All right, Matt. So let's stay on baseball. Who's your hipster team of the week? The Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Why should I I said it. I said it earlier because I I don't care about professional baseball. I kind of like watching highlights and web gems, and I just like seeing the web gems and rapid fire. Sports Center top 10 from like June 4th. I was watching this video. It said the art of the double play, and it was literally just like three minutes of the most beautiful double plays like from the past like five years, and it was it's cool to watch, but I only want to watch it in rapid form from the last five years into a two and a half, three minute video. Right. That's like, the let me see, you can handle. Let me see, uh, like just a video of these guys just blast home runs over and over again, or people dive and make plays or whatever. I'll watch it that way, but I don't, you know, I love playoff baseball. I will watch playoff baseball games just because playoff sports is a sports fan. You know, play, there's nothing better than playoffs. Sports. It really doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. I will say playoff. If there's anything else, playoff hockey trumps all, but Ow, not it's again. Twice. Yeah, that's my knee again. Uh, but the Cincinnati Reds, um, I grew up playing baseball. I love playing baseball, but care less really for MLB. But the Cincinnati Reds are making moves while most MLB teams are kind of squawking over big free agents and kind of like, oh, where's he going to go? But the Cincinnati Reds are under the table. Um, two weeks before Christmas, they traded for pitcher Tanner Rourke. You know, their bullpen hasn't been what it needs to be, obviously, to be a contender. Um, you need some firepower from the from the mound, but you also need some firepower from behind the plate. Nine days later, they traded for Yasiel Puig and Matt Kemp uh, and Alex Wood from the Dodgers. Alex Wood is a pitcher as well. Um, a lot of unhappy Dodger fans. You know, you go to the World Series two years in a row and you dish off one of your best players that helped you get there. So it's pretty interesting. Uh, then they uh, recently got Sonny Gray from the Yankees, again, building up their bullpen. So... Cincinnati Reds are making moves, so baseball teams look out. That's pretty much it. That's your hipster team of the week because they're actually spending money and yeah, trying to compete actually, with everybody. They're actually doing something because I think people are going to be fans of the Cincinnati Reds again. That is a good. Honestly, I could see like people wear baseball attire. Like I see, you know, I see a lot of Cubs hats. I see a lot of bees. I see a lot of New Yorks. But New York, New York and L.A. are like style statements. Yeah, LA, like, yeah it's people, all style. People in Europe wear Yankee hats just... Because they're like black or blue or white, whatever. Yeah. Well, and it's like the first... When you come to the United States from Europe, the first place you fly into is New York. New York, yeah. And so people are just like... that. They go to Yankee games. They go do all these New York things. So, yeah. So do you think... L.A. is number two. Right. Do you think... I think there's going to be a lot of Cincinnati C's out there. Everybody's going to see... I read uh read this one thing on Reddit said you're definitely gonna see a, a Chicago Bulls Carmelo Anthony jersey at Coachella this year. Oh yeah, hundred hundred percent. Gets traded for and then they're gonna drop him for salary cap purposes. Yeah, yeah, he's not playing. Did you um have you watched that Fire Festival thing yet on Netflix and or Hulu? I watched the one on Netflix. Nikki's seen both of them, but I have not. I I felt I didn't need to go watch a second one. Are they different? I don't know. I've only seen the Netflix one. Yeah. I got to ask Nikki if they're different. Uh, Cause I literally started it and I'm like, I don't need to watch another hour, hour and a half of this. I know what happened. <laughs> I know what happened. I know exactly what happened. Why do I need to watch this? I was like, this guy's a douchebag. All right, Matt, here we go. Are you ready for this? Yeah. What's happening? That's never. Nostradamus. You're dumb. You're so dumb. Neil Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> it took me like an hour before Matt got here. You're a Nostradamus. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. <laughs> the song in the background is called Nostradamus as well. Because <laughs> I know what you're playing this song for and watch it not come to fruition. You should have played that after these things came to fruition. No. You can't you can't play that before. So the best part about being a prophet is that you only need to be right one time. False. I'd say semi false. <laughs> that means it's false. <laughs> You're dumb. You're so dumb. Uh okay, so I sent Matt a text earlier in the week saying how 
So Matt sends me a text saying, Larry Fitzgerald is retiring after this season. This is his last year. And then I instantly send him a text back with Kyler Murray throwing a ball to Antonio Brown. And Cliff's Kingsbury, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury already has the number one pick in the Cliff, draft. Cliff, Cliff, Cliff. So now we're full on the bandwagon. I'm full on the bandwagon here saying the Cardinals go and draft Kyler Murray. They go trade Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen for Antonio Brown and then pick up Le'Veon Bell and Larry Fitzgerald gets a Super Bowl ring. Do you think that they would – do you think that they, you'd have to give up more for Antonio Brown? I mean, that's a first-round pick last year. I don't think they're going to keep Big Ben. I think they're dropping Big Ben. Yeah, but I don't think, you know, Antonio Brown's worth is I, – I don't care if he's a first-round pick. He did people, not have a stellar year. I know yeah, but people are saying they're going to give up a second-round pick in this year's draft for him. Like, that's the asking rate right now. That's pretty dumb. That's I don't make those moves. I don't have the power or the know-how or the intelligence to do that. I don't know. I just think Antonio Brown's probably worth a little bit more, but you know, I'm I don't work in football. Uh yeah. Nostradamus is coming. I feel I feel real confident about it. No, I definitely thought as soon as I saw Larry Fitzgerald say, Okay, I got one more year, I'm like he ain't coming back if they're gonna suck again. He's not gonna come back just to get the ball thrown to him by by Rosen. He's not coming back for that. Yeah. He's coming back because they know they're making a move. Man, they the only thing that makes me think that's not going to happen is they haven't drafted Kyler Murray yet. That's the only thing. It's like you don't know if they are going to get Kyler Murray and why would you just fully commit to that? If like that's the plan, you can't fully commit to it if you don't even know if that's how it's going to play out. They're going to draft him. They're going to get him. <laughs> All right. I feel good about that. Uh, what, what happens if it doesn't happen? Well, then my other prediction of there's going to be L.A. Boston final in every, you know, in baseball, hockey, baseball, uh, football, and basketball will come true. And then I'll still feel like Nostradamus. He has, yeah, Patriots and Rams. Yeah. And you had. No, the Lakers are are not going to the finals. Oh, my God. The refs will not allow LeBron not to make a finals. And if LeBron's going to the finals, the only person they want him to play is Kyrie Irving. Boston, LA, it's going to happen. I don't know. I kind of, I mean. If I believe any league is fixed, I believe the NBA is fixed. If I have to believe any of them are not the most moral, well, that's the league. I'll be honest with you. You ain't getting a Kings or you getting a Kings. Uh, no, that's not going to Stanley Cup nope. final anytime soon. Nope, nope, nope. Well, so I said, I said out of the three major sports, because I, when I was talking, I was like, let's be honest. Uh, MLS and NHL aren't really considered. I mean, yeah, they're a major sport, but like in the grand scheme of ESPN, yeah, ESPN, they don't matter. It's true. Yeah. Fuck you, ESPN. Stupid. All right, man, you want to talk hockey? Yeah, man. I still, I'm still just really missing the uh, NHL Network and uh, NHL on the Fly. I just miss it so much. It's pretty great. I really do. I need cable. All Star Game. Are you pumped for does it? Any, does anybody know how to? Get yep. free cable, steel, steel cable. cable. Like, let me know. Kind of interested in finding out how to do that. I, I really only need the one. I only really need the one channel. Can I just steal one channel? Yeah, that's all I want. Can I just pay like a minimal, like five dollars a month, just for the one channel? I'll do that. 100%. I'm sure there's some kind of deal. Yeah, but that's the thing is like then chill on the fly is like live and I don't know. It's a nightly thing. It's like watching like it's like trying to go and find an ESPN or an ESPN episode. Like you yeah, just, you're not you, going. You're not going to find like an exact replay of what happened. Oh, but yeah, All Star break. I am going to be watching the All Star game this weekend. Um, I think it's one of the more entertaining All Star games that there, I, that's I enjoy. Out there. It. Uh, the three on three aspect is awesome. So much fun. Yeah, and I love a modified game. Like I would love if like if you're going to make me watch the Pro Bowl, put it on seven on seven drill. I can play flag football. Yeah, exactly. Like let them do that. Um, no, I love the skills competition. It's funny because it's literally just like a practice, like a supervised practice. <laughs> like that's, it's things They're that they joking. do. Like it's not a team practice, but like individual skill practices, this yeah. is what they do. And so it's, it's, it's cool to watch all that stuff. I'm looking forward to seeing who has the hardest shot. If uh, I don't think Char is there, so I don't think no, he's not, he's not, he's not for competing it. for the hard, hardest shot anymore, but um, yeah, I'm excited to watch it. And I know that the guys that are not playing in it are going to enjoy the time off. 
Um, I like I know the Kings don't play until February second. Who needs the most time? Like who needed this break the most? The Avalanche for sure need to. I don't know. They need to figure something out. Um, they just need to stop letting pucks go in. They can score, but when they're not scoring, they're getting blown out. I'm gonna say um, William Nylander needed this break with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay, so he held out for the first portion of the season for more money and he has three points in 20 22 games yeah he you don't the bruins backup goalie has more points let's just put it this way and this guy's holding out for like top tier money wanting to get like you know 10 million dollars a year you know money that austin matthews is going to make money that john Tavares is going to make like if you're going to put three points in 22 games like i mean if you hold out for more money and then do that. You just a, you're, you're, you're going to get ch- you're going to get chirped so hard by the rest of the league. Like let alone your own team is probably, you know, saying shit behind his back, but you know, I mean, it's I think he needs the break. He needs to recoup. He's a good player. I mean, he's going to produce, but like that's just a tough look when you're holding out for more money and then you you know, you're supposed to be a top-line guy. And you know you're and you're, not you're making barely anything. making. You might get you're in danger of getting sent down. Right. Um. Let's see. I don't know. The LA Kings need this break so they can recoup and quit winning hockey games. Uh, they got beat by the Avalanche seven to one the other Saturday. They looked real good. Um. <laughs> but they're they're in a tight race for uh the the lottery pick with Philadelphia and your optics you know, on this whole thing is so much fun. I, I, know. I love the perspective. It's so great because again, I'm in this middle ground as a as a fan. It's literally just like the like the fantasy ground as a fan, where you know if you're not going to be good, like the those wins that you do get, you're pumped because you're like, okay, like you know this guy scored. You know that was a good play. Good. You know we saw yeah. some good plays here. Um, but then you know just don't win. Yeah, but every time you lose, you're like, all right, let's let's keep it going, boys. Like I see where you're getting here. Um, I don't know. How hey, let's let's put it this way: What team isn't gonna benefit from the All Star break? And I can give you one right now. I'm thinking the Islanders. Yep, that's mine. Yeah, New York Islanders. Uh, probably wish that this break was. It's just kind of untimely because they've been on a tear. They've been they've been real, and it, it's not like honestly, like they have that scary like firepower that like the lightning have where you're like, you know, it doesn't matter how, how good they are. Like they're, they're going to come back from this break and keep winning. They're not going to miss a beat, but the Islanders are kind of like, Tampa's not going to miss a beat. No, but the Islanders do scare you a little bit, huh? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it goes back to, you know, I go back to like, let's say those running backs that you're like, they have those really good years and you like really hope that they can be consistent you just really think like, okay, it's like you didn't expect to be here, so you just want to hopefully ride this out and you know try to get a run in real quick before you know next year. If you're not consistent, then you're like, wow, I w- really wish we made the most of that of that year when we got this far. Do you think they tail off? A little bit. I I don't think they win the division. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I say they tail off just a little bit. But I say they make they make the playoffs. Obviously. Yeah, they're not. The fact they're not that they're doing up. in this in a shitty arena is amazing. You know, their one-two punch and goal, Robin Lehner, finished the – went into the All-Star break with two shutouts. You know, that's, it was pretty yeah, that's great. that's real good. I will say, you know, hearing the interviews, that building was loud. I don't know whether they were at the Nassau or if they were in Brooklyn, but, you know, that that building at home in New York was loud. And so – The Barclays is just a terrible place to play. I know, that. but if that's, if that's the building they were in, it was like – you know, it shows what those fans can do with that building. Right. Um. But, you know, that's a team that I don't think will benefit from this break. I do think that they're going to not stumble out of the gate, but they're just – it's just – you never want to hit a hit a, a break like this when you're playing that well. So um, I do think Tampa will benefit from this because, granted, they're, they're not sending a ton of players to the All-Star game besides no. like – besides, I mean, they should. <laughs> that's the thing is they should be sending a ton. Uh, they're going to they're gonna love this rest – because they've just been on a tear, and hopefully they can pick things back up again. But, yeah, it's a chance for guys to get healthy. You know, Boston's always always banged up and bruised. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it.
it is my favorite all-star game to watch. Like, I enjoy the skills competition in NBA. I enjoy watching the skills competitions in football. I think they're ridiculous. Um, the MLS, MLS all-star game is usually pretty dumb. They play a European team. I don't know. It's kind of cool, but I don't... We've gone to one. I'm not going to go to another. They do. It is fun to watch them actually take it more seriously because I was actually watching NHL Network and they were doing a recap of the All-Star game last year. And you have, I don't remember who it was, but it was somebody who was coming down the ice. The goalie's standing there looking at him, does a 360 and tries to save it. Yeah, they don't care. They don't give a No, they're there to have. They're there to have fun. Um, And like I said, the guys that aren't at the All-Star game are having probably almost a little more fun than the guys at the all-star game. Cause they're all taking breaks and flying yeah, across the country, yeah, going on 10 day vacations, living it up. Well, yeah, Cause getting again, ripped for five coming. days and then just relax for five days. Right. Nobody's, nobody's playing until February. Yeah. So it's, uh, no, it's, it's, it's fun all around. It's one of the things that the NHL I think does right. Um, you know, giving their players that time off and making it, you know, kind of a fun thing. And, you know, the MLS, it's like, come run for 90 minutes. Yeah, it sounds terrible. <laughs> I, don't I mean, granted, it's three on three, so it's a lot of work. Uh, but Yeah, but it's three on three when you're just joking around. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Over, can, overtime three on three is different than all-star game three on three. Absolutely. Are you but, watching anything else this weekend? <sighs> no. You're not going to watch the Pro Bowl? No. Okay. I don't think I've ever watched a Pro Bowl. Not once. In I've my seen life. two in my lifetime. I don't think I've ever. Did you watch it start to finish? Hell no. Yeah. We went to a uh, Pro Bowl party one year, which was kind of odd that somebody threw a Pro Bowl party instead of a Super Bowl party. And people were weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's if somebody, like, if it's somebody like a minor league a, party. It's just. Right. But people are just kind of strange. Somebody throws you it's a Pro Bowl party. Going around. You should get the hell out of that. All house. the beer's flat. It's just. So... I don't know. We might try to go do something. We maybe go up to the mountains, do some Colorado activities before the Super Bowl happens. I think that's the game plan. I mean, I'm probably going to go snowboarding on Saturday and then, yeah, the housewarming party thing. Yeah, we've got a friend's housewarming party. It should be good. <laughs> no real sports, no hockey. We're not going to watch basketball. No. No, it's, uh, I don't really care. I'll watch some March Madness. I like watching, again, I like watching buzzer beaters. Like, I don't need to watch a full college basketball game. I was like, just show me the last two minutes. Let's see the, the point swings. Let's see what happens. I was like, but rea- in all reality, I kind of, you know, let's just bring playoff season. Let's just, let's just get the suit. Let's just get over the Super Bowl. Cause realistically, okay, let's, let's, let's be the last thing we talk about. Okay. The Super Bowl. Yep. The it's environment. Like how, like, it's just so weird that that is the Super Bowl. Like, it's like, Granted, they, you feel like that there's home fans there, but like nobody has like a. I'm not saying that they don't have an advantage, but it's just like it's almost like being at the Super Bowl is more important than the game that's going on. So I was looking. It's just weird. I was just looking at tickets just because I was curious. The cheapest seats are thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, I would. Ne- football games aren't fun 3, to watch live as it is. No, I'm not going. Especially the that. Super Bowl with how many commercials there are and how long it's going to take and just like all the theatrics of it i'm like no let's just that's why people go is for the theatrics and be like it's like people go to coachella i feel and go and go to like fire festival uh like the teen choice awards and like are in the very front row the ones dancing well those are paid actors the the grant i have had friends i've had i know people in high school that would go to that i'm like makes sense yeah no but i'm not you are that that. you just want to be on camera i'd much rather take the time to have like a super bowl party get hammered good food yeah comfortable i will say though that the super bowl uh concession stands are actually super cheap it's like cheaper than they might as well give you the food if you paid thirty five hundred dollars getting in there um but i really wish i could just like bring my recliner over to sean's for the super bowl party i know we can can put it in the truck i don't want to do that though that's a lot of work carrying it down i don't want to move it i just wish i just can you rent? Can we rent a recliner? I'm sure we could. Let's go to rent, rent recliners. Yeah, let's do that. So we're gonna rent some recliners. Uh, we're gonna go do some outdoor activities, and we'll see you later. Bye.